Oh shit, you do see him. Wow. Bam, we're live. 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 With Andre Houdet. Bam, we're live. Hey. Hey, guys. What's up, dude? What's up, man? Thanks Did for you pass me? the drug test? I hope so. I yes. just came out of it. Last man standing. <laughs> oh, why so long? Why so many hours? Because well, I'm a gentleman. I let all the other ones pass first. Oh, it, it, I think yeah, it was uh, they went by penis size. They started at the smallest. <laughs> hey. Hopefully. No. But uh, it went fine. Uh, where are you right now? Are you outside the venue? Yeah, I literally just exited. And, and is there anyone around you? Any friends or family? Well, I'm going to the celebration dinner that I, I'm a bit late for. <laughs> so um, don't worry, they won't start without you. You are the celebration. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I'm going to meet a lot of friends who came to support me. Isn't it crazy? We just watched you for a whole weekend kicking ass, being a superstar on our TV sets all around the world. And at the end of the day, you had to pee in front of a cup. And when you're done, there's no one out there waiting for you. <laughs> well, they, they are waiting pretty close by. But yeah, it is. Uh, it was a little bit anti-climax to sit there for four hours and waiting. It's a lonely and cold world at the top. <laughs> Yeah, but there was a lot of other athletes. Like they really drug tested a lot. I think we we're twenty eight athletes drug tested. Oh, everyone really. knows that you guys aren't really drug testing, and the drug testing at CrossFit HQ is a complete joke. <laughs> I'm joking, Andre. I I, I have know no it's, clue. It's it's, I, it's very serious. I'm just making Everyone's fun got of their Hiller because, because Hiller wears a tinfoil hat. Because Hiller, <laughs> do, do you know what the Wizinator is, Evan? Oh, yeah, it's a fake cock. The fake, cock. The fake penis. <laughs> Yeah, you well, Savon has one, but it's not a whizinator. It's just a, it's the one that doesn't whiz. It's just a fake cock. Just a dildo. <laughs> Welcome um, to the show, Andre. <laughs> Andre, do you remember the weekend? Do you remember Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Yeah, I remember everything. Awesome. So here we go. How, how old are you? I am 28. And this is your, uh, how many trips have you made to the game? Is this your th- second trip? It's my second trip as an individual, but I qualified through a team in 220. Um, so it would essentially be my third if COVID wouldn't have happened. But second individual. And uh, <clears throat> in, in your background, is it Olympic lifting? No, it's in American football where we never did any Olympic lifting. But I guess it just, uh, I've had some pretty good coaching on that, luckily. And, and what do you attribute? Tri- it's more than coaching. You're <clears throat> such a beautiful mover. When, when people talk about the best lifters in our space, it's always, you know, Guy and, and yourself, your names that come up. What, what is it about um, those lifts? Do you, do you love them? And why do you think you move so well? I don't know. I think maybe I've always had a narrative where it's like the other guys are fitter than me and better than me and stronger than me and all these kind of things. So I always kind of told myself I needed to be better at them than moving and I needed to be I don't know like just just have that intangible which is moving well and really just trying to maximize that so so that I could compensate for perhaps lack of um, genetic strength and yeah size um is is that that lift that uh, Matt just showed us is that on the second floor no, that's on the first floor. I live oh, in like okay. a country countryside house where we have like <clears throat> the house is kind of split into three somehow. It's it's all connected, but it's like three parts. It's a typical countryside home. And one of the kind of lengths of the house is just one big gym, which is like, yeah, 150 square meters. Um, uh, Susan, can you pull, pull up the finishes for... Um... Uh, this weekend, uh, when, when were you the most nervous? When, when were you the, like, uh oh, like did, did doubts creep into your brain? Like I may have, I may have shut the door on myself. Yeah, for sure. After the first event, uh, I finished 19th, and that was a bit of a shocker. Uh, I thought I was gonna do better because it went, it went as good as I had imagined, and it went to the plan that I had planned for, and. I was the last one off the runner, the last one off the rower, the last one off the double unders, and pretty much the last one off the runner again in the end. Um, and I kind of that kind of made me doubt a little bit my my training. I coached myself and have been for the past like almost three years. So it, it, and I trained by myself in the middle of nowhere in the <laughs> countryside all year long. So so that was a little bit tough because. In 2018, was when I was at regionals, it was triple three that was my worst event. So I really had hoped to 
to kind of make a statement for myself and show that I've been working on it, but clearly I have I had not been working enough on it. And so, so that was a little bit of a tough, tough start to the weekend, but, uh, I'm happy. I just stayed in my zone and, you know, I kept pushing and, and it's strong. When you took, Oh, go ahead. Was someone going to ask something? Yeah. I was going to ask, do you think it's the running or is it just the longer time domain in general for you? I think it's the longer time domain. I think genetically, perhaps I'm, I'm more like a power athlete, even though I, I really don't look like it. Um, but perhaps because American football is my background sport, uh, perhaps the training we've been doing in the off season has been more just power output based. And I have never really been, you know, the, the guy who does long runs and, and those kind of things. But I've been working on it a lot, but, but not enough. And I think that just also tells me that I need to outsource uh, coaching for that section to, to someone who really knows what they're, what they're doing, perhaps more than me, and so I can get some help. You, Do you have yeah, a ca- Go ahead, Taylor. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, you. I was nervous for you too after the first event. Actually, on one of the earlier shows, I was worried about uh, a couple of these other workouts after that, but it was pretty surprising, especially seeing you on um, the legless, or not the legless workout, the Echo Bike Burpee workout. Mm. Yeah, I was pretty surprised too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, on the on the second workout you end up taking um eighth place and so that wraps up day one does is does um eighth give you um when you got that eighth and you go and you go to uh home that night and you're in bed is your confidence back up a little bit or are you still shaking yeah i think it was back up i mean i just i'm i think i'm a very methodical guy um and i i really just try to stick to my plans i have a little black book with all my notes and game plans and i promised myself before this weekend that regardless where i place in each of the events that i would just stick to my plan and and trust my paces and strategies because i I don't have anyone that i train with so i'm always by myself so i kind of have to just focus on what i can do and because i never really have anything to compare with um but yeah i wasn't like feeling great after day one i was a bit doubting maybe the work i'd put in even though i felt the preparations for this competition had been better than than pretty much anything i'd ever done and i've been super focused no social media no posting for whatever 20 plus days and just really try to do all the small things uh what what do you do out there what's your what's your gig out there out in the country Uh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a coach. I have a company called No Shortcuts Training where we provide online coaching similar to yeah, a lot of people like Mayhem and Fraser's Hard Work Pays Off and, and those kind of programs. So it's a generic training program where there's three different options based on the time available for the athletes. And we have a pretty big community here in Europe. And yeah, so that's that's what I live off. Can you pull that up, Susan? No Shortcuts Training? And, and are, you the cre- are you the founder or creator of that? Yeah, yeah. I've been. I actually coached before I started like pursuing my athletic career, and I really love coaching. So when I'm done competing one day, then that's what I'm gonna do full time. So I, I dream to be in the space for yeah forever. Um, Andre, that's interesting because I was wondering what you have for accountability and uh, responsibility. And I guess you have your community, right? You might not have a coach. You might not have someone right next to you, but you have your community. And I bet you feel some pressure from that. You don't want to let them down. Yeah, I, you know, there's always when you coach yourself, I think people have expectations that if I don't do better each year, then maybe my programming is not working. And and so, I mean, maybe I put that pressure on myself, but I think there's just an expectation of, you know, you have to prove that your service or your programming works. Um, so, so I was just happy to see that, you know, it did work this year again. Uh, as you finish the, the, the last workout and... Um, did you know you'd made it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was really surprised that I was ahead on, on, on the stations. Um, the strategy had paid off. So I just kind of paced, even though my body was dying, I felt like my mind was pretty clear throughout the workout so that I could have an overview over where the other guys were. And I just needed to do just enough, uh, to make sure I finished first in that event. Do you, um, do you have any criticism for him, Hiller? Uh, do, do you hate his coach? 
Yeah, he's got I'm, the worst coach I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I wanted to know what you think you could have hit on that complex because I have a feeling you cut yourself off because you took the victory. Am I right? Or no? That's about it. Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I don't know how much heavier I could go. I definitely like if I'd had another attempt, I think I would put one fifty-five on. Which um, would be so. That would be forty-two. Yeah. Wow. I, okay. I, I don't have like in my training, I've never done a lot of complexes. So I didn't really have an idea. So I estimated based on what I saw in the other regions. And I didn't want to play too risky, especially after a poor day one. So so I needed to to get a secure lift on that one. And 150 felt really good. So I was I was happy with that. And I was also in the second heat. I wasn't in the final heat, which then made me You cut uh-huh. out. Mm-mm. We lost his audio. Oh, he muted himself on accident. I think you muted yourself. Come back. You muted yourself uh, on Andre Hude. You have to push the mute button. <laughs> do you see it? I can't unmute you. I try. Oh, oh. Close. You uh, unmuted yourself for a second and then remuted. <laughs> That's a good word. Remuted. <laughs> Just touch it very gently. And then touch it harder. And then caress it, Andre. Softer. Can you just barely touch? Oh, I can't unmute him. Yeah, I tried to as well. He has to do it himself. Yep. Just barely have to touch the button, Andre. Do you see the mute button? You did it once. You figured it out once. <laughs> oh, He's okay. his own coach. He has to figure it out on his own already. <laughs> uh, cool dude. That's the first time I've talked to him. What a cool... He just, he just left like that? Oh. No, no, here he goes. He's back. He's back. Yeah, sorry about that. Somebody just called me. That's okay. Oh, uh, are you at the, are you at the restaurant where your friends and family are? Yeah, actually I am. Okay. Uh, final question. Hi. Yes, thank you. When, it when be- will you come to this? When will you come to the States? Sorry, not final question. When will you come to the States? Um, that's going to be last minute because my wife is giving birth, uh, Congrats. like oh, one wow. week, one week before. So it's going to be a bit tight, but, um, <laughs> father Andre, let's see. All right, brother. Hey, great cool. meeting you. I really appreciate your time. I really, really appreciate appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on. Thanks a lot for having me. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, we'll be in man. touch. Have fun. Thank you. Take care, guys. Bye. Take care, Bye. man. Hey, uh, Taylor, is that re- is that is that real? Um, what he said. Uh, he got off social media for twenty days as part of his, you know, discipline. To build up like as like he uses that as part of his proof that like hey i'm taking this seriously is social media that big of a distraction for some of these athletes fuck yeah it is i, I think for some people it's a, that. i think for some people it's a big distraction um what does that look like they're on the assault bike and instead of warming up they're fucking like looking at their phones doing their social media you Taylor, I'm sure you know the people out there that come to mind when you think of they're doing a workout and they're almost more considering where their camera's facing their workout than their actual workout. That's a good point. I, see, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about that because I never film myself when I'm training. And my coach actually is like, Hey, can we get some stuff on video? I'm like, Yeah, yeah. Um I didn't even on think about that. I was, I was thinking more of what what Sevon says, like yeah, just like just you, like you feel like you need to get back to your peeps. They finish a workout and they're just like fucking on their phone scrolling. And I'm like, dude, will <laughs> you like hang out? On the flip hey. side, I know athletes that'll <clears throat> record movements of their workout after they've done their workout. So let's say they were doing Fran, they would do Fran, and then they would record some thrusters and pull ups afterwards and say, "Hey, look at me doing Fran." Like that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. better. Yeah. That sounds smarter. Yeah, but it's also smarter. It's a yeah, love-hate relationship because they got to build their brand. They need to be have noticed. They need to have a following, but at the same time, they need to get their job done. So it'd be easy to get sucked into that if you're always worried about making content and everything else versus your training. So I actually I like, like the finish and then just do a few movements for something for content. It's compartmentalizing I it, almost. it, but it makes a lot more sense if you. It does, me. yeah. I like. No, I fuck don't know. you. I, if you want to see me do thrusters, you're gonna have to see them non-authentic thrusters. Yeah, subscribe to some on Instagram profile. It's I like Andre's method. Just turn it off for 20 days. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, there's, you know, you have uh, followers, you have fans. I just read that. Yeah. 
um, Savon, you stated that Medicare was free for everyone. That didn't make sense. This has never happened in my career in medicine in America. I apologize. Uh, it's, it's absolutely free. You can Anyone can go into a hospital anywhere, anytime and get treatment. I don't know what you don't understand about that. It, and it's always been like that. And it's only recently since they passed Obamacare that poor people have to pay for it. And not that, and, and let's not let's not speak in misnomers. Nothing's ever been free. Nothing is free. That's fuckery. That's word fuckery. And I apologize if I use the word free. And thank you for calling me on it. And the second thing, my my main point was, is that health insurance is a misnomer. It's what people who have assets get in the United States to protect their assets, so that if they do fucking get hit by a car or something, and they need a fucking heart transplant, um, they would get it. They would get it for. It would be covered by our government. But if you have a house, they'll come take your fucking house. That's all I'm saying. And it's the same thing in fucking every country. They just guise it as something different. Not every country, but the good countries. What do I mean by the good countries? Where you don't die from a bee sting. Where your kid doesn't die from a bee string. That's a good fucking country. That's what I'm saying. Anthony Andrews, a homeless person. And let's let's not also forget that in this country, the United States, I can't speak for the other countries. It's probably not like this in the great country of Sweden or Switzerland, but in this country, 86% of that healthcare expenditure is people who are complicit in their demise. They are fucking the rest of us Mm -hmm. because they've chosen lifestyle choices that make it so that they're consuming fucking all the resources because they have to drink three Cokes a day or because you got fucking idiots like fucking bio lane and those other fucking idiots who think it's okay (laughs) to drink, eat donuts three times a week. Oh, but it's okay. If you count your macros, go fuck yourself. Okay. Where were we? Uh, six hundred live <laughs> listeners just caught your social rent. media. Social media. So why not just? Um, I, I wonder if camps have that. I wonder if like you go into the think training camp. Um, and yeah. uh, and Max El Hodge is like, okay, everyone, you have to leave your phones at the door. Like you can't bring mm. your phones in here. Like it's this is phone off time. You know, there was a point in time in the gym where I was going to have like a. And cell thank you, phone DS. I gotcha. I love you. I love you. You're a good dude. And thanks for listening to me get all wound up. I just I've been just battling with Europeans in my in my DMs, and I love the Europeans too. But they they need to get their dick stepped on a little bit. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm so opinionated about the cell phone and the social media thing that Please. when I was at the gym, I was going to have everybody down, everyone download an app that would track their time and everyone's got it. And I think it's standard in the iPhone now that there's just a tracker for how much time you spent on whatever the hell app you're on. And I was going to have like some sort of initiative sort of plan at the gym, like they have the weight loss plans. Mine was going to be a detox of the social media and cell phone time. I never ended up doing it, but the reason behind it was because everyone's wasting so much goddamn time on their freaking cell phones. And I actually know. What do you mean wasting though? I really like my cell phone. What do you mean? Like, give me an example of an athlete who is something, an athlete, if you saw behavior from one of your athletes that you'd be like, Hey man, that's, that's impeding your ability to perform at your highest level. I just told you. Oh, okay. the, the athletes that like to—you'll see them doing assault bike intervals, and they'll be changing around the, the the angle of their phone so they can put together a really cool clip for their social media later. It's like focus on the fucking assault bike intervals, and then right. you know what happens every year—they shit the bed when it comes when push comes to shove because mm-hmm. they haven't been prioritizing the workout. And then they can make a social media post because they have more followers who will all listen to their sad story. <laughs> I think that's an interesting thing, though, because they're—I struggle with that too. Like the you know wanting to be a person who experiences the moment in the physical world, in life, be away from the phone. But also we're in, we're in uh, this weird state and time period where that, all that shit is so important. Yeah, well, seemingly, seemingly important. It's how these people are making fuckloads of money. Um, so I don't know. It, it's, it just begs the question, is it actually a waste of time? If Danny Spiegel can take a picture of her ass and make however much money off of it, or go win an event at a yeah it's a tool it depends on how i'm gonna get crushed for that comment yeah social hey it's not it's not you who's paying to see your ass why would you get in trouble it's hiller hey hiller her hundred thousand subscribers at five dollars a month i've been wanting to check this out everyone brace your hiller are you sitting down brace yourself for him i'm not no i've been lunging this whole time this is gonna be the meanest thing i've ever said to you ready Oh, interesting that Katrin didn't make the games this year. Pro- she probably should have stuck with Ben Bergeron. Oh, 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 how did she do last year? I don't know. How did did she go? 
I don't remember actually. Fuck. I like Yami. I hate using that as a Yami's a great coach, but I just using that because you're like, that's the same argument you're being. People are like, hey, Chandler Smith should switch. And it's like, hey, we'll, we'll look, Katrin switched and nothing happened. All Got right, worse. All right, all right. I'm looking into it. How did Katrin do last year? I don't think she made it. Send me she a box of chocolates and I'll she stop picking on you. This wasn't uh, top 10, I don't believe. Maybe she did. Oh, she was at the game. She was at the game. She finished 10th, yes. Hey, I'm, I'm thinking about getting on the Emma Lawson mm. um, train, like really hardcore. Like maybe, like I have this Colton Mertens. No, not get on the Emma Lawson train. No, sorry, I'm I'm mad at myself oh. for not knowing where she was at last year. I was. Um, Emma Lawson is incredible. It, uh, I know what you guys are going to say. It's, it's what Brian said, and it's Jr. said. Hey, look who she was competing against. But still, I'm, um, man, she must be so proud. Her parents must be so proud of her. That's super badass. She won. Has anyone done that before at her age? One, is she the youngest person? I know she's the fourth youngest ever to go to the CrossFit Games, uh, but is, has anyone her age ever won a uh, competition this this significant? Mel took second last year, right, at Granite Games? Yeah, and she was 18. Mm, then Yeah, totally the youngest. It's crazy. Hey, and someone awesome. and someone in those lame ass comments said um, something really smart. They said, "And if I would have been doing an interview at seventeen, I'd look like a deer in headlight." I agree. She's well spoken. Mm-hmm. They said, "How do you feel?" She says, "I think my smile says it all." It's like, dang, you sharp, you sharp, you talk good. You want to know what I was thinking? <laughs> I, I was thinking, imagine being a 24, 26, maybe even a thirty year old athlete, and then you see this girl come on in and just wipe the floor with all of you and then like how she can do the games let's say she does like a fifth place finish at the games it's like what the hell are you gonna do as a 25 to 30 year old who's like probably trying to win the crossfit games maybe you're like oh i'm gonna go beat tia next year and then you see emma lawson coming up at 17 (laughs) you're like oh well fuck me right (laughs) yeah just wipe the floor with everybody for the next decade yeah, it's 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 emotional. It's got to be emotional head fuck for those who are older and around her. It's kind of like um, um, I was gonna make fun of Taylor's knee, but it, it just wasn't gonna come out right. Uh, yeah, it's 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 got to be brutal. You, um, I mean, look at they asked Carolyn Prevo in her exit interview, "What's it like, you know, being the grandma on the bunch?" And it's like, hey, man, it's a real deal. This girl can get. This, while this girl will get better between now and the CrossFit Games, mm-hmm. some athletes will get worse. Mm-hmm. It's just going to skew younger as it goes on and on. That just, I mean, you have the background of CrossFit now. She started when she was seven, right? Like, it's yeah. you're going to have a bunch of other athletes that are going to have that same thing. So their pedigree is going to be growing up in the gym, growing up with CrossFit, and they're just going to have more repetitions than some of these older athletes. And as they get older, like Sevon said, it's just going to be tougher on their bodies, harder to recover, not going to move as quick. You think it'll look like gymnastics? Yeah. Or like most I don't of the think elite gymnasts are in their teenage years? To yeah, I, I think the 17 to like to like 20 in the next couple of years will be the the sweet spot, and you'll see more and more top five uh, people strength, in this. Yeah. The strength takes I don't, I don't know. I mean, not to say that there's not, not room Taylor? for them. But then don't know. speak, Taylor. Then don't speak. No, I'm just oh, saying I don't know that I. This agree is a with show that for only all. know-it-alls. Oh, okay, go. <laughs> you, but 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 do you see what I'm? I mean, she's going to get better. In, in well, four here's months. The other thing. Here's the other thing. So she has been doing CrossFit since what? She was seven years old. They said. Yeah. So she's yeah. been doing CrossFit for the same period of time that someone who started when they were 15 and now they're 22 or 23 or 24. So they have the same amount of accumulation of reps, and potentially her body is going to last a little bit longer. But at the same time. I just don't see how her starting younger equates to her having so much of, I mean, you just look at other professional sports just because a kid starts football when he's seven. For sure. For sure. Burnout and all that stuff. But she's made it past that though, but she's made it past that. Right. Mm -hmm. I I, I agree with what you're saying, Taylor, but we're, we're looking at one example. That's kind of, I mean, she's made it through her Kerstetter. Right. I mean, right. They've made it through the the worst. The burnout. She's 17. Yeah. How has she okay. made it to the burnout? This girl ain't going to burn what, out. What, what, you need, no. what we need to wait and see is what is she going to be like when she's 25, 26, 27? Because you see athletes like Patrick. She's going to beat everybody forever. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just calling it. <laughs> you and Brian like, do this thing where it's like, you know, we're going to see it in the next <laughs> five years. 
In 35 years, we're going to say that she was the best ever. But no, <laughs> I think also, she's going to be great forever. Also, who, 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 Hiller? Hiller, are you talking about Emma? Emma, yeah. yeah I yeah, think yeah. that next year she's going to be like maybe possibly better than Mel O'Brien. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't think she'll she'll take her on this year. This Speaking is the of, other thing. We're never going to see this kind of thing in the men's field. Oh, shit, really? Why do you say that? Yeah, I it's agree bi- with that. It's so biologically different. Mm-hmm. I, okay, there you go. I agree yeah, with that. I think the guys will always skew a little bit older, for sure. When but do I we think- fucking catch them? Because it's like that with my friends who have like six-year-old daughters, and, and my son's like seven and a half. They like run circles around them. Like they, they can talk them like into anything. The girls are just like more advanced. Mm-hmm. You know, this might be a good time to go back to what we were talking about yesterday with the fittest documentary, The Next Generation. Remember uh-huh. when you were trying to talk about Tia and how she said something along the lines of, you, what, what is it that you sh- that she said that you didn't like, Savon? Right, right. Let's play it real quick. Will you play that the beginning of that trailer for me? Yeah. I don't like the fact that she has to justify even for one second that she treats this like a professional sport. It's like... I, and I have something I want to bring up in relation to that, by okay, the way. Okay. Okay. So we can play it first if you want. Okay. Give me a second. Are, are you going to say what, like, what Carolyn Prevo was saying that how she's a school teacher and how someone else was saying that the, the Italian chick was saying that she does Photoshop and shit like that? Is that what uh, you're going to say, Hillary? Uh, I, I, what I want to say is that she, she brings up the professionalism of the sport and how like mm-hmm. this is her full-time job. She trains her whole life. And yeah. I just brought up gymnasts. And I don't know if Taylor or Savon or Susan, if any of you guys know, but I definitely know people who basically from the time they were four years old, their parents were pushing the shit out of them becoming like professional baseball players. Sure. And I don't think that someone like Tia had that sort of an upbringing. I don't know for sure, but I don't know of any of the CrossFitters who like they were born. And from the time they were born, it's like, oh, you're going to work with the best coach for this. And you're going to be on this sort of a training regimen. And I know that there's Olympic gymnasts and like the, the, America level at the Olympics. It's, it's pinned in the games Instagram. I, Sorry, I have ahead. it. I have it up. I just so don't know how much. much like, no, but Hillary, we do know that we do know that she we do know that she had uh, Tia had Olympic aspirations before she became a CrossFitter, and I think it was in track and field. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, anyway, I, I wonder okay. if she was brought up for that. Then that's kind of what I'm saying, though. It's getting Go younger ahead, and younger. So you got to have it up there so that we'll stop talking. Oh, okay. Well, I just don't know how much of it we could play here. That's my. You know, no, man, it's, it's Instagram. You play, play, play the whole oh, key first part. No, yeah, this part. Is YouTube. Hold on. Uh, oh yeah, play. The, yeah, either way, either way. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. Fuck it. Let's play the first twenty seconds. Craft as a profession. Go, go. Start again. I would. There we go. I go to the gym every single day. I treat my craft as a profession. I would argue the fact that I am just as professional, if not more, than another athlete that is going to a sport that has been around for... That what the fuck right is there. she even talking about? Yeah. That's what I want to say. She, There's no way she said all of that somebody. in one take. There's no way she said all Someone franken bit that together. I, I just can't see her saying that shit. That, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I heard that. Hey. And I was like, ah, I know people personally <laughs> that, aren't, that aren't as good as she is that took it way more seriously when they were being brought up. She doesn't need to say that. She doesn't need to say no, that, that either. That, that's, right. Yeah, I, I agree 100% with you, Savon. And you, there's experience all, or at least examples all over other sports of fucking shithead pro athletes that just clearly don't take their job that professionally. I put her against any fucking human being on the planet. You randomly pick 10 things out of the hopper. You get, you can pick a dude. I don't care. Like, she, she, I, it, it, I'm just embarrassed for her that she says that and that and it comes out like that. She is a, she's the gold standard. Mm-hmm. There's there's no second place in her in her world or, or even even in the things. even in the adjacent worlds. Yeah, I, you know, sorry, go ahead, Hiller. I think we're saying different things, but I do agree with oh. what you're saying. Oh, and what are you saying? Sorry, I'm getting all fired up. Go ahead. What are you saying? No, I just agree with what you're saying. But what I was saying was that she's saying that and yet is not as professional, quote unquote, and has been doing it as the other athletes have. Oh, for what I was trying to say through oh. their upbringing. To what I know, which right. I suppose isn't that much. <laughs> no, you know a lot. You know a lot. I appreciate and we, it, and we know you know a lot. Um, let's can you pull up the leaderboard again, Souza? Um, going to Patrick Vellner, I heard. Uh, I don't know who it was. It was either Joel or Mr. Conway say that he missed his rope first rope jump. jump, like the same thing Madeiras did. Exactly did. the same. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to log off here in a second, guys. Did you guys see that? Yes. Mm -hmm. It didn't seem that far behind, though, at first. So, and he kind of laughed about it. Pat kind of laughed about it and shook his head as he ran back off, too. Did you see that? Well, what did you think about the fact <laughs> when, he, when he grabbed his truck and he dropped it and he uh, went back for it and lost another second? Bellner. That's just kind of what he does. I actually thought yeah. that was more of a hang-up than the missed rope climb at first for him right there. It threw him off his rhythm for sure on that run. I got to head out. Where are you going? Hey, Taylor, you don't Hi. have to. You could stay, buddy. Stay. Yeah, you can stay. <laughs> I, got, stay. I got dinner with my mommy, man. She's leaving tomorrow morning. Uh, all right. Thanks for coming, buddy. Bye, dude. Later. And then there were three. All right. Uh, we get someone to call in. Who we got? We'll I call in Connor Doty. I <laughs> think that uh, I think that he was pissed when that finished. I think he really wanted to win that. I think for he's pissed. sure. Yeah. You know what my biggest pet peeve was it's the, and is is that the females and it's fine because they can do it that they can put chalk in their freaking bra straps. <laughs> well, you could throw it in your pocket as a dude. Not on that workout. Not really. I yeah, mean, I guess they're gonna they're gonna go in and out of their pockets over and over again. And I guess you can't really compare the males to the females. You could wear a strap on your arm. You could wear a bra if you're a dude, no one's stopping you. I think it was Marie Robin at strength True. and depth. Yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> I actually think that Pat Vellner getting second place this weekend is gonna make for a scary Pat Vellner at the games. Like I think I think he's gonna go back and you know, he's a veteran in it too. So who knows where he is in his training program and you know how Frazier would always say that he's not even peaking, so he shouldn't be winning some of these things. Maybe Pat's training is somewhat of the uh same there too, but I think it's gonna fire him up coming into the games, like the taste of the second place. Uh Hiller Hiller said that it's it's classic Vellner, and this guy is giving some examples to um back up what Hiller said. He missed the rope, he steps on the line, he falls off the rope ladder, still doesn't know how to swim. He's basically <laughs> saying, like, this is every one of the comment sections, like we're a sports bra, you know. put it by your dick. Like, hey, maybe there's a million dollar idea there for men, uh something where men wear something on their arm where you store chalk. chalk. Yeah, a little chalk holder. Yeah. Yeah, like a fanny pack. That's what they call it. There, yeah, someone Joseph, said it. Joseph Medina. All right. Oh, and it could be called the bro. It's called the bro, and it holds your chalk. Bro. Hey, where's my chalk, bro? God. Uh, I bet you Dick Butter's such a funny person in real life. I bet she's so, or she, sorry, she or she's so. Yeah, don't assume. Don't assume. They, they, them, they slash them are funny. Uh, you so so we do agree that Pat was pissed. He did. It wasn't enough for him to go. He wanted to win it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Nicholas Joel 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 uh, ends up uh, doing what he needs to do. Um, 23, 24, 25 points over Austin Spencer. Took third in the rope climb. That's just a dude handling his business, especially since Austin Spencer got sixth. Only three seconds behind him. Austin Spencer is a good dude. He's been you around know? a long. He's been uh, he's been around a while, and he's very fit, and he's always like right there, sixth through tenth. As far as qualifying, so he was close. He's he's almost like a Nick Matthews sort of guy, where he's just like right behind Colton Mertens at every competition. Mm. I, I I've been watching too much CrossFit when I start knowing the BKGs and the Scott Panchecks of the semifinals. I do not want that information getting stuck in my head. <laughs> Look at this one, the chalk blocker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like That's to say this, point. Hiller. Um, one of uh, someone DM me and uh, said, "Hey, you have to let the burpees go for women's women slamming the titties on the ground hurts." I guess I can't speak to that, so I don't know. I, I have plenty of female athletes that I know don't complain about it, though. So, yeah, and they all Co hit their chest on the floor. Coach Hiller has spoken. Oh, I want to show you guys something. Can you bring up the Vindicate uh, 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 web balls. website? Can you bring up the Vindicate website? Yes. You have any new shirts coming out, Hiller? Yes. Okay, we'll go over and look at your shirts right after this. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure it's up yet. I don't think it will be. We got two actually, to my knowledge. Uh oh, we got two also. All right, we're gonna have to battle it out. Uh, oh, the if CEO you, Plus shirt is out. If you would like the CEO Plus shirt, it is available for pre-order and for your Fourth of July. The CEO American shirt. Oh fuck! And That's for good. some of you, for some reason, who are confused. Um, I am, I've always been a huge fan of, uh, pride week and the gay pride parade and all that shit. I love doing all that stuff growing up and partying through college and high school. And, and as I got older, uh, my only issue with those fuck nuts is uh, they know how to party. I love them to death. That shit does not belong anywhere near kids, like nowhere near it. There was, there Wait, was what, nothing. What does it belong near kids? Fireworks? Just, 
uh, fireworks and uh, and, and fireworks and, as well. Lighter. Pride parade and pride shirts and all that shit. That's fireworks that's where you and go- pride parades don't belong to your children. No, oh, I'm missing you, your point. Sorry. I'm just saying people, people like get confused. They conflate the issue. They think that just because I like to um, party at the gay pride parade that I think it's okay for it to be at my kid's elementary school. And it is not, it is not just like fireworks, just like fireworks aren't okay at my kid's elementary school. Thank you for pointing that out, Hiller. I'm just making and, sure. And for those of you who are conflating that, and by the way, for all the gay people who fucking DM me and support me, which is all of you, it's like not, not one of you has been like, Hey, you're an asshole. Like you get it. And, and I appreciate you. And I love you guys for that. And, Let's party naked. Okay. Uh, when well, my kids are away at summer camp. As they should be. There you go. Um, oh, and, and and so, Hiller, your shirts weren't there? I only talked about my shirts. They're, they're oh. not up yet, no. But okay. they're, they'll are they be coming out before the games. There's a games twist to them. Mm. Do you have to be 18 of eight? Yes, both shirts. You have to be 18 or older. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a waiver you got to fill out. That's awesome. Yeah. That is a fucking great idea. My pride shirt should be 18 plus Travis 18 sure plus for that one. Have like yeah. a, a box check. Put it in the uh, description. Yeah. It's the sex shirt. It's the genitalia. It's the, the genitalia shirt. And I'm going to change I'm going to call it the pride. It's the genitalia flag as a married gay woman. I appreciate what you're saying about gay pride stuff. Seven. Thank you. Oh, and you're a fucking cop. Thank you from my family and my boys and my kids and everyone I love who needs the street safe. Thank you. Hey, Seven, if what? you keep talking about this stuff, remember I got a couple of guests for you to bring on, possibly. I know. I'm going to have that. I started oh, following boy. both of them. I'm pumped. I know. They told me they were excited. Okay. <laughs> uh, I I, um, I want to go over and look at the women at Atlas also. Uh, before I go to my kids' tennis today. Boom. Hiller, I have to, we have to get scheduled for next week for the Hiller Review Show. We don't have done that either. I don't think I have anything scheduled for Friday. I don't think you've ever yeah, scheduled Friday's one of those open. for me. You're just like, hey, dude, you're free in 10 minutes? I'm like, yeah, sure, let's go. <laughs> Hiller, how we dare you? I'm in the middle of something real important. <laughs> I uh, I call Hiller. Alexis, I got to leave. 9 o'clock my time, 11 o'clock his time, and I'm like, you want to do a show in six hours? He's like, okay. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want, mister. Uh, Emma, Emma Lawson, Paige Powers, love Paige Powers, huge fan. Uh, Caroline Connors, I didn't give her much attention this week. I saw her. I think I could pick her out of a crowd now. Freya Moosberg, Bruger, uh, congratulations. Uh, your name is awesome. Awesome. Uh, Carolyn Prevo uh, does what she has to do, takes eighth. Um, I'm excited to see all these go, all these ladies go. I would have really liked to have seen. I, I know I didn't mention her name much, but she's someone that I've known around the community forever. Tori Dyson, although she is young, she has been around forever. And it would have been nice to see her go. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and thank you to all you guys for putting on an amazing show. Paige Powers. Uh, oh, that's what I wanted to ask Day. I wanted to ask Day about the 150 GHDs twice a week. I wanted to find out if what he thought about that. I'm kind of hung up on that. I think you I need am. to ask every athlete you have on the show about that. I will. Oh, you're not joking, right? It's a good question, right? No, I'm dead serious. You should ask everybody. Yeah. Because I'm not – because I, I am – knowing that the OPEX methodology doesn't like that. And I think that it's totally necessary that they do a certain number of GHD sit-ups a week. What do you mean they don't like it? Explain that to me. I know that they had like a number that they had to hit and I think it was a hundred to 150. And then that was only when it was approaching competition season, quote unquote. I know that they had them kind of planned out to an extent. Susan, don't you have an OPEX cert or is that Brian? No, I don't have uh, an OPEX here, but I'm that's, familiar that's with Brian. it. He, he can probably speak to that better than I can. What's a NARP? Then you rat on somebody? No, that's what this is. Um, uh, Susan, NARP. how many GHDs do you do, do? Do do at your affiliate? Do they do GHDs every week? At least some or no? No, 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 no. We have literally one GHD, and our average class size is like between eleven and fifteen people. So, do you remember no, the the backlash so it's from last year's quarter? Hold on one second. Workouts? Hold on, hold on one second. So, so that GHD is only accessory work. Yeah, exactly. And there's okay. a few people that have, you know, competitive aspirations and they kind of get it in off to the side just because if you're going to compete, you do have to build some capacity in the GHD. But it's not, I mean, that's the number one and two thing that you get rhabdo from, right? Uh, eccentric pull-ups and uh, GHD sit-ups. Like you could really jack yourself up from them. And anybody that's done a bunch of them without any capacity knows that. That's, that's the it. thing right there. Everybody's got a GHD story, right? <laughs> like the first. Hey, I'm not joking. Them. I can go into the gym after not doing GHD. And just do five 
and the next day be so fucking sore. <laughs> it's not even funny. No, it's not, I'm not even joking. When and in all seriousness, when people go, hey, and they ask about it, and we show them, you know, how to properly do the GHG, the first thing we say is like, do three sets of ten. It's gonna feel like you didn't do anything at all until like two <laughs> days later, and then you're gonna be you're real toast. happy you only did thirty of them. When you're starting to like hold drafts. I mean, oh. the 150 in the quarterfinals last time. You remember that? 100, 180. 180. Jack people up. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you were going to say, Hiller? Is that what you were going to bring up? Correct. Yeah. And I remember all of the, I don't want to like throw get with the program under the bus, but they were like super against it. And I know TEF was super against it. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. This is going to throw all those people who don't do enough GHD sit-ups under the bus into the freaking ringer. And they're going to learn their Literally. lesson real quick. Yeah. Damn. And then they're probably also all going to go to the hospital. So I understand why they were saying it. The first gym I ever worked at, the uh, the owner, I remember when I met him, he had just gotten back from the hospital from doing too many Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's like yeah. the immediate rhabdo inducer if you it's do too the, many too soon. Yeah, it's the eccentric piece because you're always in contraction. So you're always contracting. And at the same time, you're going backwards. Same with the eccentric pull-up. Everybody gets their biceps jacked up with eccentric pull-ups a lot of times. And it looked <laughs> like he was pregnant. His stomach never looked the same ever again. <laughs> oh, you, you know, I've heard stories of that happening at the old Santa Cruz gym in the early days. People's stomachs getting so bloated and fucked up afterwards. And they never looked the up. same. Yeah. Start with Paige 30. Powers was exposing her training on GHDs in front of Emma Lawson. Never share a training program to anyone. Always don't downplay what you do to your competitors. I think that mayhem thing is just so um, known, but good stuff. Okay. Could we cruise over to go to the hospital? It's free. Let's cruise over to strength and depth. Yeah, at least if you need to go to the hospital, it's free, yes. Not for, <laughs> yeah, free funny. for you, but not free for everyone else. Depends on how uh, homeless you are. Jacqueline Dahlstrom, uh, we saw her in the in the drug drug tank along with Emma McQuaid and Sam Briggs. They were nice enough to call us earlier. Uh, we got to get Hel- Helga Daughter on the show. Um, I'm so crazy impressed by her. Yeah, impressed awesome. her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was listening to another podcast talk, and do you know how many times she's been to the games? No. No. Uh, can you click on her profile? Scroll down. Just pull it for everybody. Wait, or is that little tag up there? Yeah, six, six. times. Wow. 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 Yeah, right? And I, I know she made the final cuts the one year where they were doing They cut down to 10. And I remember that was the first time I was like, how many times has she been here? And she's been there a lot. And she's Look at that picture of her. Again. She's one of the prettiest women 12, in, in 15, the world, 16. but that picture doesn't show it. The, the one that's like, game <laughs> I want to know, yeah. know who yeah. chooses those pictures. Yeah. Somebody they choose it. those pictures. Uh, it looks like I, chose well, you it. can tell she chose her profile picture compared to that one. Yeah. She looks great in the profile one, which looks good in both of them, but yeah, not exactly the most flattering pose. Look at that. 2012. Yeah. 15, 12, 15, 16, 17, 19, 21. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Wow. Top 10 finish in 19. That was the year of the cuts, yeah. Crazy. Okay, uh, let's go back over to that leaderboard. Poke around. And as we get down there, the big story, obviously, is uh, Katrin David's daughter taking um, sixth place, going last chance qualifier. We know Sam Briggs isn't going to do the last chance qualifier. Do you think Katrin even tries the last chance qualifier, Hiller? Of course. You do? You do think she does? Yeah, are you kidding? Yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I see her as maybe, <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I, I see her. I see her maybe as being um, too uh, too prideful. Maybe. Uh, no, she'll be doing the last chance qualifier. I think it's just Briggs who said so far that she's not doing it out there, right? Just like right away. Did you, you see think she would just be like, okay, I'm going to buckle down and start working towards next year. I'm not fucking around with this last mm. chance qualifier. Yeah, she might do two pegboard climbs this offseason. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. If she doesn't go in this year, is this is that the is that the downfall? You think that's it? You think she ever recovers from that? Comes back to be a serious contender at the games? It'll really speak volumes to seeing what she can do a year with another coach. Because she's only been out of there for, what, six to eight months? And she had such a long time where it doesn't appear as if they were working towards making a better version of Katrin. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. What? The comment... Uh, Katrin, no rep doter, the last stand. Oh, you know what I really like? I like the capital N, capital R in no rep. It's like its own little thing. It's like CrossFit, but it's, it, oh <laughs> it's nice. Gosh. People are picking up on it. No rep doter. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was hearing some pretty vicious rumors uh, coming out of there from strength and depth. I can't get them verified, so I shouldn't say them, but it does not sound like she was in a good headspace. 
It does not sound like she was in a good headspace. You don't want to say them. You can. You can't say them. And I need them verified. I mean, I can. I, I can tell you. I can tell you that she sounds like she wasn't in a good headspace. I, I'm super. Like she's over it. Like she just. She just isn't in. She doesn't have the same fight she used to. She's not hungry for it anymore. You mean? Uh, no. That um, there were some entitlement issues going on that just weren't. Didn't seem like healthy. Like stuff that you know, like a hungry warrior doesn't have. Hmm. Um, this. Uh, I am super impressed with her. Her final workout. She took first place. It's exactly what she had to do. Mm-hmm. And I think it shows championship, uh, um, championship mindset. Mm-hmm. Hillary, give her some love. Sled dog. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Okay. And I'm going, and so Hillary, you say she's going to try last chance qualifier. I say no. Do you, so do you think she's going to make it or are those workouts conducive to someone mm-hmm. of her? If they look like last year, she could be taken out of it by the lift alone. <coughs> Depending on what the lift is, because it was so so tight at the top last year, and they only take the top two. And like we keep on hearing, it's not as shoe in by any means with all the athletes that are in. I mean, look at look at the athletes you have the last chance qualifier. There's so many great athletes in there. Uh, Cody, uh, this isn't Katrin's uh, first relationship. Um, she, her, and uh, she was celebrating pretty uh, pretty openly that um, Street Horner was putting it to her for a while. And there was a ton of good posts. Um, they look beautiful. They look like a beautiful couple together. And now she is with the uh, the hockey dude, the retired hockey player. But but not her first relationship. I think they any, anyway. Just thought I'd let you know. Street's the most like unspoken about male athlete ever in the sport of CrossFit. I believe. I would way. like to know. I would like to hear a tell-all story of his and Catherine's relationship if he wants to come on. I, I would really like a book. I would really like all. that. I, would, I seriously would really like that. There's th- that that in, a few things interest me more. Maybe maybe health insurance. Okay, <laughs> um, let's cruise over. To, oh, so is that it? Did we do the men in? Um, can I go take my? Can I go play tennis now with my kids? You just want to hit the men real quick. And just peek at it. We, yeah, and then, then just peek at it. Hiller has we had fifteen topics. Oh yeah, we already looked at these guys. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm excited yeah. about this guy, Guillaume Briant. Oh, and poor yeah, the young Koski, man. I'm going to tell you, that shit, when people like him don't make it, it makes me feel old as shit. Changing at the guard a little bit, huh? He's only 27, man. Aren't Still, you twice as old as he is? I am, but I am exactly twice as old as him. But he, um, but but he's a staple. And so when you see him, that means just, you know, him not making it and Catcher not making it. Mm-hmm. You know it's just coming to an end of an era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, but Sam Briggs almost New names. It. Hey, dude, Carolyn Prevo <laughs> could be Emma Lawson's mom. <laughs> she was probably dropping eggs at 14 or 15. That's one she, way to put it. I mean, I mean, <laughs> that's what's happening. That's what's happening in the sport. 32 to 17. I mean, yeah, all right, whatever. I guess she could be as a world. I mean, I, I haven't done the math, but there's probably she probably could have birthed two of those girls. The only type of math you know how to do, right? Yeah, the birthing math. Birthing math. Uh, is there anything else you would like to talk about before we get off? Give me a second. CrossFit Network Original, sixth. Oh, is, are those the guys we had on the podcast? Yeah. Okay. So after all... They, 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 they missed it by five points. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and that was... And they had the guy on there who was, who was just like the the... The substitute. They had to take the substitute, dude. Correct. Damn. Yeah. I'd love to find out how much he impacted their their shit. Like if they'd be like, yeah. no, we did. Oh that my would goodness! Be interesting. Look who took the 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 team that took first there. They cleaned house. No, oh, that's badass. They pulled the mayhem. How the hell did I miss that? Awesome. Can you click? Do we see who's on their team? It shows on the profile, right? Oh, wouldn't that, you, wouldn't that be awesome if it actually showed oh, yeah. who's on the team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it was easy to find, right? Here's our competitors here. Do you recognize any uh, of those names? No. Oh, you do Bur- see him. Okay, that's good. Yeah, he's got to go all Brian would Brian would pop. Oh, and now we see our sponsors, Monster Hydro, O2, all of Savon's favorites. Hey, um, that I, I do want one of those cold tubs. Ingrid Hod- Hoden- Hodenmeyer. Is that a dude or a girl? Oh, it's a girl. Set a right. games appearance, two regionals. 
Man, they slayed. I bet Brian. I bet Brian knows like everything about them, where they were born, what they ate for breakfast. <laughs> and here I am, just not doing anything about him. Oh, okay. Go. So uh, Atlas Games has a seminar staff on their. Um... Apparently, the two girls on this team were teamed up with Kristen Holte and won a lot of Palooza against the Mayhem girls. So that's a big deal. Oh, that is a big deal. Okay, they beat they beat Andrea Nisler and Taylor Williamson, and was it Haley? On their yep, team too. Yep, yep. That's yep. a that's a big fucking deal. Let's go look at at that's huge. Let's go to look at Atlas Games real quick. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Is this the team? Yep. Uh, and click that CrossFit uh, Omnia Black. Let's see if uh, Pete Shaw's on that team. Do you know there was a while where they were going to make it so anyone who works for CrossFit HQ couldn't enter the games, and I was totally against that. Oh, Mary Kay, I know her. Mm, I don't, I don't I see him. She's a Chicago land former athlete. I must be looking at the wrong, uh, must be looking at it wrong guys. Uh, tomorrow morning, just so you know, uh, Jordan Levette will be on the show at 7. AM. Who is Jordan Levette? He's a UFC fighter. He's been on the show two times before coming up in UFC 276. He's fighting Patty, the baddie. If you don't know who Patty, the baddie is, then you're probably not a UFC fan. He is the biggest thing coming out of fucking Europe. They say he's going to be the next Conor McGregor, but he is going to go up against uh, the seven podcast favorite Jordan Levette. He's also known as the monkey King. He's the only male in the uh, ring that I've ever seen twerk and do all sorts of other fun <laughs> yeah. stuff. He is a wild man. And, uh, and Jordan Levette is a knockout artist, a submission artist, um, he's a very special man. So he will be on the show tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. to talk about his huge fight coming up at O2 Arena in London. And in the evening, scheduled for the 47th time, <laughs> we have a guy, fucking cartel motherfucker, who spent 80, major fucking drug kingpin motherfucker who spent uh, 82 days in the hospital with COVID, unconscious, uh, lost 50 pounds, 60 pounds when he's in there. And now... He's getting juiced up on the TRT program, and uh, he's already got the pellets on his hip. He's 38 years old, almost died from COVID, and I'm dying to know uh, how his progress is going. How long has uh, he been doing it for? How when uh, did he get just a couple in? weeks? A couple weeks. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here he is. This is Jordan Levette. This is who's coming on tomorrow. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> Interesting. Such a stud. One day there will wait. Let me see that. One day. Let me say. One. Let me see that. One day there will be an openly gay male UFC fighter. Uh, no, Jordan, I think you are it. No, I'm joking. He's not. He's not. Uh, look at I commented. Smash Patty. Oh, 203 likes, Susan. You see that shit? Oh, damn. Look at you. 11 replies. Yeah, play. Not bad. Hell not yeah. Bad. Not bad. Uh, Jordan looks like he's from Chicago. <laughs> No, you mean Madison. No, Madison. You got your cities mixed up. Oslo was second at the games last year. Okay. Okay. So Santi so Santino is saying that they're real th- they're they are the threat. It's not they're the threat to make what are the odds that they beat the uh Iceland team? Uh high. Right now, high, right? <laughs> I can't speak to that, but I just hope they do. Oh shit! Look on the bright side. Catch and we'll get to make another. I'm out. IG pose. <laughs> Holy shit! Dick butter's ruthless. It's pretty Holy good. Shit, that is good. All right, guys. Um, I will. Don't anyone cry. I will get Hiller scheduled this week to do a weekend review with Hiller. I think that will be on Friday. We'll probably have uh, some surprise guests Wednesday. We have Hunter McIntyre, um, and uh, I will beg uh, some other cool people to come on too. Peace and love.